Nikita Brooks here. Welcome to the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes, we are going to chat it up, ladies. Yes, we are. Where we have conversations about mindsets, opportunities, money, and definitely success. Go grab your mimosa, your eggs benedict, or maybe even your egg or waffle and join the conversation. Hey there, entrepreneurs and moms, Lakita Brooks here. Welcome to another episode of the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. And today, we are talking about your life fulfillment plan, okay? And I recently did a pre-launch, yes, I am doing a pre-launch with bonuses for the social work career mapping course so make sure you go to make money and make a difference.com once again that is make money and make a difference.com if you are a msw student or if you're a social worker that's still figuring out how to map out your social work career path the time is now i'm offering bonuses and it's only three hundred dollars during the pre-launch so okay you guys let's get to it so i wanted to talk about your life fulfillment plan because i feel like with social media like we truly have a false reality of what life really looks like what's required to accomplish our goals and what we should be focusing on depending on what season of our lives because i think The way you see social media, it's like, oh my goodness, everybody's millionaires overnight. They live in these big, beautiful mansions. They brunch all day. They drive luxurious cars. And they just do like online work. Well, guess what? That's not really real life. (laughs) Not saying that there might not be maybe 1% or, or less of people who just did something one day and became overnight sensations. But when I think of the famous people that I think of right now, when you think of Beyonce, she's been singing, I don't know, since she was like 8 or 12 years old. And like Beyonce is like, what, 40 or 41 at this point? When you think about Steve Harvey, he's been a comedian for I don't know how long, but it's been a journey. He started out selling vacuums and doing other foolishness not foolishness but i'm just saying he did other stuff when you think of um oprah you know she started out i'm quite sure it's something way before being a tv host so it's like everybody had a starting journey and they've had at least more than likely 10 plus years in the game to get to where they are today it was not a wake up oh my god they love me now i'm famous or oh my god i woke up i'm now wealthy even with my life i haven't reached that level as of yet you heard what i said as of yet but my journey really started at like 2008 when i made that decision to file for bankruptcy go through foreclosure let my cars go into repossession because i wanted to live a life of purpose So I want to start with that 2008 Lakita and what life fulfillment looked like for me at that moment. At that moment, 
I was basically trying to meet my physiological needs. When we're looking at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, if you're familiar with that, the bottom is physiological, the top is self-actualization, okay? So at that point, 2008, I was someone who decided to get rid of all of my debt, to go to school full-time, live a life of purpose, and be a present parent who could provide for my daughter. But there was a lot of unknowns. Like, I did not know 100% things would work out. I simply trusted the process, and I focused on the things I needed to do in that that particular season of my life. So we're going to break it down. I'm going to break down your life fulfillment plan in four different categories. And I'm going to, like, describe it four different I guess give you four different scenarios based on my life. So starting with me being the person who decided to go back to school um, in 2008 to get my my master of social work degree. So the 2009 Lakita, when I assessed the situation, my goal was simply to graduate eventually (laughs) with my MSW degree, make at least $40,000 so I can earn a livable wage. Because remember, I don't really have any debt at this point because I filed for bankruptcy, did foreclosure repossessions. And then I turned around, got a loan from someone to buy me (laughs) a cash card. So my goal was to um, be able to provide and then be a present parent those was what um that was my particular goals at that particular time and part of my plan was simply to have like an internship within that particular uh, within particular arenas i knew that since i wanted to make over forty thousand, even though i have a love for single moms I have a love for working with um, teenagers. I did one internship at Pace. I realized that those things were not going to allow me to make 40000 So those weren't going to be an option. So I had to focus on jobs within the healthcare industry that would pay over 40000 Like um, home health, hospice, healthcare, um, the Department of Veterans Affairs. Um, what else? Dialysis clinics. So I focused my energy. Remember now, because the goal is to make 40000 So I focused my energy on industries within social work that would pay over 40000 And my goal was also to be a present parent. So that meant that I also was going to focus on jobs that could pay over 40000 And... That allowed me to work within the community because I needed to have flexibility and freedom to be the car rider mom, the dance mom, the homeroom mom, the field trip mom. So basically, I took my goals and then those are my action steps based on the goals that I had. And I kind of created a plan. So your life fulfillment plan does not have to be that deep. Like it can be as simple as that. This is what I want. These are the steps I'm going to take. And this is what I'm going to do. Period. It could be that simple. And then I would say as a VA employee, I got to a point, like when I say VA Department of Veterans Affairs, I was at that esteem needs when it came to Maslow hierarchy needs. So at this point, I had a stable career. 
I worked as a healthcare for homeless veterans outreach social worker. I made good. I made good money. I was able to like refinance my house and pull some money from that because um, I had bought a foreclosed property later on. Um, and at that point, I had different options. Now, I will say working for the government, it was political. So those are some of my challenges. I might not have had the issues of being overworked, underpaid, or burnt out, but definitely had some stress-related things going on. And also, I didn't like the politics of working in that particular environment. So at that point in my life, it wasn't the fact that a career was bad. It was that I desire entrepreneurship. Now, I didn't know how that was going to happen or when it was going to happen, but I knew that I had enough money in the bank to quit my nine to five whenever I needed to in order to become a business owner. So my goal at that point was to become a full-time business owner. Now, I intended on replacing my (laughs) business income um, I guess not replacing my business or replacing my VA income and making that amount of money in my business before I quit. That was the intentions. But life happened. My daughter needed me. And as you know, my priority has always been a present parent. My daughter needed me. I was dealing with life. I was dealing with a custody case. My co-parent um, no longer wanted to, you know, pay child support and they got married. So they decided to take me to court for custody and all these different things. So because of that, I actually ended up quitting my job. But I would just kind of to break it down to my goal in that season was to be able to leave my nine to five and become a full time business owner. Some of the steps that I took back then was I started doing employee assistance programs to do contract work because by then I was a LCSW. So I started doing short term therapy. I also had an office to offer therapy. I um, offered self-pay client sessions for $120. So I started doing some things in my business around having my nine to five. So that was what I kind of focused on during that season of my life when I was a VA employee. And then by 2019, February 2019 to be exact, I went ahead and quit my nine to five and became a full-time business owner. So what life fulfillment looks like now, so now we're in 2022 and I've been in business, I guess a little, a little over three years now full-time. What that looks like is being able, I call it the vacation lifestyle, being able to live, work, play, and philanthropy however I choose every day. So that's the goal now. So what I'm working on is part of what I recently discussed was Really, you know, if I had it my way, you know, like if like I would ask my clients, if you were Burger King and you could have it your way, like what would you do every day far as work? And what I would do every single day for work is work with master or social work students when helping them to map out their career path. I would be available to answer questions through like Q&A and like, a, I don't know, a Facebook group or a LinkedIn group or some type of community where they could get the ongoing support, they can have career consultations, they'll have a course, they'll have community. Because I feel like on the back end, so many social workers fall into that space of being overworked, underpaid, burnout, and all those things. 
because they don't properly map out their social work career path. Because I know for me, I've never had those issues since I've been a social worker. Now, I said I've dealt with politics. I've dealt with other issues. But if I had it my way, matter of fact, I will have it my way one day. That's all I'm going to do every single day. Because right now in my business, I have a quarter million dollar grant with the VA. We've done, I have a nonprofit partner. And we've done two years so far with the grant, and now we're in our second two years. So pretty much, I have a half a million dollar grant working with veterans, which is pretty cool. I get a chance to help them with life skills, training, and life coaching in order to help them maintain permanent housing so then they can thrive and do different things. So right now, I do that in my business. I do some diversity, equity, inclusion, um, contract work. I do some workplace wellness things i do some speaking so i do a variety of things in my business right now to generate income so when i say to you that like the possibilities are infinite long as you map out your social work career path the possibilities are infinite or whatever industry that you're in map it out make a plan for it but regardless of where you're at so like as you can see Based on my mindset in 2008, I couldn't think about living a vacation lifestyle. I couldn't think about bringing in the new year in the Dominican Republic with my daughter. I couldn't think about taking $7,000 out of my bank account and buying my daughter a cash card. No, in 2008, that's not what life fulfillment looked like for me because I didn't have the capacity for that. I was at my basic trying to meet my physiological needs based on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. I was trying to make sure my lights was paid, my rent was paid, we had water and some food. Very basic stuff. And it's okay if that's where you're at in your life. Embrace wherever you're at. And like I said, now I'm at the point where I went from social assistance to being a six-figure business owner in business full-time for myself. Pretty much making a half a million dollars with the Department of Grant, Department of Veterans Affairs, Department of Veterans Affairs grant with my business partner, who's um, who runs a nonprofit agency. Being able to take trips, being able to, like I said, go to the DR, being able to invest in myself for professional development. Recently came back from a business retreat in Cabo, Mexico. Planning to go to Reno, Nevada um, this this week with me and my companion. We're going to have an amazing time. So I couldn't think about those things in 2008 because of where I was at. And now in 2022, I'm at a, a level of being self-actualized, but I still want to take that to a whole nother level of living a vacation lifestyle. So wherever, wherever you're at in your life, Embrace that season and focus on what those goals are for that particular moment so you can master that that area when it comes to Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You can get from that level to get to the next level, to the next level, to the next level. So embrace wherever you're at and focus on the things you need to do in that particular season on that particular level of Maslow's hierarchy of needs to get to the next level. It's no right or no wrong. I'm simply saying be honest with yourself and where you're at because then that's going to help you be able to move up, move up the ladder. Because when I was an MSW student, I was not thinking about a business. I did not officially register another business until I started working at the hospice agency 
making at least $48,000. Because matter of fact, when I first graduated my social work degree in 2010, in 2011, my first job was at a hospice agency in Augusta, Georgia, um, making 48000 And at that point is when I could think about starting a business. But even though I might have started my business, I would say around 2012, I didn't actually become a full-time business owner until 2019 because I needed to make sure and get my money right. I needed to work at a J-O-B in order to put money aside to be able to, you know, buy a house, turn around and be able to refinance my house, pull money out of my house because I bought my foreclosure at 55000 I think I might have refinanced it at 125. And now the house might be worth, I don't know, 166 or 200,000. But either way, it's been a process. And that's the thing I need you to understand that it's a process and you need to have a plan so you can make money and you can make a difference. And if you know that you're a social work student or you know someone who's a social work student or you're new to the social work field and you need help mapping out your social work career path, make sure you go to make money and make a difference.com. Once again, that is make money and make a difference to book the social work career mapping course and get enrolled now during these pre-launch bonuses. And it's only $300 because typically for my other services, I charge $1,000, $2,000, $3,000, $10,000, $30,000. So this right here, this introductory price for this social work career mapping during this pre-launch is an amazing and it's an amazing deal and it will be an amazing investment into you and your life. So then you can have more impact, more money, more time for self-care, family, and travel. I love you all. I'm Lakita Brooks and make sure you be honest about where you're at, assess your situation, set your goals, you know, map out your action steps, and then you can create your life fulfillment plan. Until next Sunday at 11 a.m., I'm Lakita Brooks. for joining me today at the Single Moms Brunch Podcast. Yes. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, and tell all the other moms that you know about it. And you know what, mom? I can't let you go without giving you a free gift. So make sure you go to www.singlemomsbrunch.com. Once again, that is Single Moms Brunch dot com to get your free gift i am lakita brooks and remember you are not a single mom you are a mom that is single